Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Ricky Zambrano and Sherry Kane. Sherry, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Ricky. I hope you had a great holiday. I did, I did. Was able to spend some time with the family and obviously enjoy the entire holiday season. And it was just, it's just great. But it's also great to be right back here in the studio with you. I will agree. I, I was ready to get back to work. I got all my Christmas things put up and just ready to start a new year. Are you sure that you were ready to get back to work? Well, no, yeah, I really was ready to get back. <laughs> it's, it sounds good, at least on the mic, it sounds good to say that. If anybody's listening, Sherry was happy to get back to work, just so everybody knows that. And so was I, by the way. So speaking of New Year's, um, you know, along with New Year's comes lots of new things that happen with the city. Um, one of those things is that our budget year starts off. So um, we're really excited today to have Chris White, our assistant city manager, to come in and tell us a little bit about the budget process and how that works. And, you know, what, what exactly is in the budget? What kinds of changes happen this year? So it's going to be a great show. We're going to learn a whole lot from him. We definitely are, and it's a great way to get the the year started, and it will be loads of information that will be very useful for us. Chris, we sure are excited for you to be on the podcast today. I hope you had a happy new year. I did. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you for having me here today, and and to you as well, Ricky. Thank you for having me. Chris, it's always a pleasure to see you. It's my pleasure. I am just blessed that you've acknowledged my existence. Thank you for acknowledging that, Ricky. (laughs) Well, you know, Chris, along with the new year and all the other things that it brings, it also lets us start our budget year over. So um, if you could just maybe talk to us a little bit about the 2022 budget and sort of that process and what all is involved in that. So uh, for Thomasville, uh, the overall budget uh, that was approved in December by our city council was around $136 million. So that budget process for us starts uh, actually in August and goes on through uh, the latter part of November with a presentation uh, to council in the middle of December for adoption of the, you know, the next calendar year. So our, fan- our finance uh, department, Ashley Kaysen and her group, along with all the department heads in the city, uh, really have put a lot of work into this budget uh, to be presented, you know, at the end of the year. Um, it takes a lot to pull this off. I do notice that they all look a little bit more relieved after that meeting in December so <laughs> when they, that budget gets approved. Yeah, they typically look a lot more relieved after <laughs> that and kind of you know, can cruise on the rest of the year. And uh, the work really begins on January 3rd when we come back in. Yeah, and I think a key part that you said there is finance and department heads. Yeah, it's a very a collaborative effort. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out, Ricky. Yep. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I know <clears throat> that you guys are involved in a lot of meetings with each department to get those budgets in line. Uh, tell us a little bit about what those meetings are like. So the finance department meets with every uh, department head to go through their, uh, basically their projections for revenue and more importantly, expenses for the the up and coming year. And we work through operating uh, expenses as well as projected capital projects. In in other words, we trim the fat a little bit, right? Oh, we have to trim the fat a lot. Uh, So the (laughs) finished product, uh, what council sees and what the public sees has really been trimmed down by that, that point in time. 
Well, I know, Ashley, we've had her before on the podcast, and she says she loves being the no woman. She really does. <laughs> yeah, she really, I call her the hatchet lady yeah. <laughs> So, So when it's all said and done, once all that's put together, what's that total volume that we're looking at as far as the budget amount? So uh, about $136 million, and uh, it, roughly $11.6 million of that um, transfers over to the general fund, which is about $19 million. So the, the general fund includes things like public safety, you know, fire, police protection, uh, cemeteries, public works, parks and rec, things like that, that, you know, core general government activities. So you can see that uh, without a property tax, that fund is really relying on our the success of our utilities to, to uh, fund those things. So. Well, it's a good thing that you mentioned that, Chris. So, so I think sometimes it's confusing, and I even get confused myself, that we don't actually levy a property tax here in Thomasville in the city limits. We do not levy a property tax. Now, we are the taxing authority for the city board of education, so we collect that uh, on behalf on their behalf since we're the chartered uh, entity in this, you know, for the city of Thomasville. And that would make now a tenth straight <clears throat> year without property taxes within city limits without any property tax absolutely ricky good point so if you compare um if 21 to 22 we've been asked well, you know we saw where the capital went down a little bit and one of the reasons for that was 21 got escalated up a little bit because what happened in 2020 you know covid <laughs> covid yeah that terrible five-letter word but um so we had to push off a lot of the capital improvements for 21 so it kind of raised that up. So now we're back down to where we, you know, we typically would be. Um, but within that uh, 26 million that we have in capital for 2022, there's there's uh, a little better than three million dollars worth of American uh, the recovery monies for COVID. Okay, well that's great to know about that. Well, yeah. um, can you tell us like what are some of the projects or the the public infrastructure improvements that citizens can expect to see throughout 2022? So one of the biggest uh, ones you'll see is will be the Remington Streetscape project, and that is going uh, actually from um, Pine Tree all the way into town into uh, where it tails into uh, Smith Avenue. So that's going to be really um, out there, and you know, for the public to see, there's going to be a lot of work on the front end for water and sewer replacements and upgrades, and particularly stormwater um, improvements and upgrades, and you know. Sadly, once all that work's done, it gets covered up and nobody gets to see it again. But it kind of future-proofs that street and that roadway for many, many years to come. Sure, that makes perfect sense. While you're already going to be doing a lot of work, it makes sense to replace, you know, what needs to be replaced while you're doing it. Absolutely. So, but then all the fun, exciting stuff happens like sidewalks and sidewalks. landscaping. And, yep. that, you know, it's that's gonna, what I'm excited about. It's going to be and, a great project. We're really looking forward to, to seeing it And not to mention paved roads. Which, freshly paved roads. Uh, freshly paved yep. roads. Uh, <clears throat> those are key and important. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, we need obviously a lot more of, but we can only do in stages. Uh, yeah, we can only do so much uh, every year um, on that. And so we have the 2022 street resurfacing program, uh, obviously scheduled for next year. And roughly yeah, about three to three and a half million in water and sewer replacements will be done out in front of that. So before we go to resurface those streets, we're replacing those antiquated pipes in the ground that you don't see. Uh, but they're there and they provide services to you every day. And I think a key part, uh, like you said, is, uh, you know, the importance of 
getting the infrastructure down below the surface right. that goes with the freshly repaved uh, road. And obviously that escalates the price of every one of those Absolutely. projects. Nobody wants to, to see a freshly resurfaced road dug up. Um, it's just something we don't want to do. So that kind of hurts your feelings a little does. bit, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And in parallel with the Remington project, we'll be starting on the Dewey City CBG uh, project. Uh, that's a community developed block, block grant uh, to make some improvements over there, both water, sewer, stormwater, and resurfacing and, and um, sidewalks. And I worked a little bit on the public input part of the 2021 CDBG there. Um, and I know the citizens there are really excited. I understand, you know, that there is some upgrades and some things that needed to be done. Um, and I, that we're also going to be reapplying um, in 2022 for another CDBG for Dewey City for another phase of that. So hopefully our listeners will be tuned in to that. Um, we're going to need everybody's help in that area. Um, so, so Chris, you know, I know that to pay for all of these things, sometimes we have to do, you know, slight utility fee adjustments or something. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that for 2022? So in, uh, for the 2022 budget is included a slight, uh, increase in water and sewer services. Um, we feel that it have minimal impact on the average customer. Uh, for example, Sherry, a residential inside water customer would see about a about a dollar twenty five a month increase uh, on their bill, and then um, uh, for a sewer customer inside the city limits would see about a dollar ninety three. And then also we did a, a a modest adjustment on the base facility charge for our electric services from ten dollars to twelve dollars. So if you take all that into equation, um, that that comes up to just above five dollars, and you know we understand that it's um, not the best of times to do rate rate adjustments, but it really never is. But uh, we do feel it's warranted. We've got a lot of, of public infrastructure improvements that need to be done and have to be funded. Well, hopefully that's just will be a, a smaller impact, you know, on individual customers. Um, it doesn't sound as bad when you break it down that way as when you're talking about a percentage. So. Yeah. And keep in mind, we had to increase, and I mentioned early on in the conversation, all the, those monies from utilities going over to the general fund. Well, that had to increase this year by over a million dollars. That's got to come from somewhere. It's Remember, we don't have a property tax. So, Yeah, and when you look at it, you know, you run across a situation where hopefully an episode like back in December when we had Stefan here uh, with some energy services advice, you know, we can all take steps that can maybe help minimize that rate increase and yep. continue to be watchful of how we manage our electricity and our water within our own homes. Sure, because that's something that we have, you know, that we all have control over within our own homes. And it's just, you know, some easy things like Stefan talked about last time, you know, if you're not using your water, don't let it sit there and run, you know, run full loads of laundry, run full loads in your dishwasher. So there are all small things that we can do that, you know, that we do have control over. So, Or if you have an 11 year old daughter, lowering the amount of time she spends in the shower which then economizes on that water bill. Is that correct, Chris? That's very correct. Very correct, Ricky. And although that, uh, you know, we do rely on these revenues from water and sewer and electricity, we do have some of the lowest rates in the, in the state, particularly on electric. So we're really proud of that, and we plan on maintaining that status. 
Well, that's great. Well, Chris, you have given us so much good information here today. Um, I've learned a lot, which I always do, and it's always a pleasure to have you in here with us. So thank you very much. Well, I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of it. Thank you all for having me here. Uh, I'm excited about 2022, uh, all the things that we got done in 2021. I just want to thank our uh, all of our citizens, our customers, and, and uh, most importantly, our employees. You know, they, they're the, uh, the guys and gals out there that's getting the work done and making us all look good, uh, provide the services uh, to that level of expectation that our customers deserve. So we're thankful for that. You know, Ricky, I can barely balance my own checkbook. I can't imagine trying to balance the city's budget and getting everything to the right accounts and where it needs to go. But I'll tell you what, I sure did learn an awful lot today from Chris. He was a great guest. He was, and I think a, a very big shout-out goes out to Ashley Kaysen and the finance department for all the work that they do over a time period of nearly six months uh, to put it all together. And Ricky, a shout out to the city council for um, adopting the budget for this year, making that almost a unanimous decision. Um, and a huge shout out to the public as well. You know, we had lots of public input, lots of questions. So, you know, it really does take our whole community to get that established. Sherry, speaking about community, we're coming off the month of December in which we had a month full of community events with Christmas in Thomasville. Tell me, what was your favorite event of the month? I sure did love Victorian Christmas. I was so glad it was back. Um, I had a great time. There was, you know, a good crowd. People were in a good mood. And it was, you know, it was weird, though. It was warm one night and then cold the next night. So, or the other way around, I guess it was cold first. But it, I really loved it. Um, the downtown just looked gorgeous. It was beautiful, decked out. And I took lots of uh, photos at the photo ops. And um, it was just a really, really great time. Well, as speaking of cold weather, it was always cold in Santa's Winter Wonderland, which is where I got to work, and that was great, watching all the kids taking their pictures with Santa. Um, you know, and as obviously, as you know as well, it was my first time working, so it was definitely uh, different being on that side of the, uh, of the line, uh, and it was a great event all the way around. Uh, but speaking of Victorian Christmas, we have a very special guest with us today, uh, we're going to bring in Madison Eaton, our special events coordinator, to briefly recap Victorian Christmas and Christmas in Thomasville. great to have you on the podcast today. It's always so fun when you come in and Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you, Sherry. I hope your holidays was good with the family. It was. Well, and for you, obviously, it was a first holiday with a newborn, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, so I have a four-month-old. She just celebrated her first little Christmas, so it was really fun. Um, and then it's always fun with a two-year-old, too. They get into opening up presents in that exciting time of the year. <laughs> and you said the magic word, Christmas. And as we know, throughout December um, and the latter parts of November, we celebrated Christmas in Thomasville. So why don't you tell us how it went? Yeah, so Christmas in Thomasville started with Holiday Open House and ended with a holiday sip and shop uh, at the end of December. So leading up to Christmas, it was fun each weekend. Uh, we had a great turnout each weekend for every event that we had, especially Victorian Christmas. It was a huge turnout for the community downtown. So uh, we feel like it went really great, and we've had great feedback for everything that happened in uh, Christmas in Thomasville. So probably, what, about 15 people showed up to Victorian Christmas? Yeah. Maybe 15? 
15. 15,000, yeah. maybe. So, <laughs> like missed a few zeros. Yeah. There. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yes. It was a great, great event, especially for having a year off in 2020. I think everyone missed it for sure. Absolutely. As always, Madison, thank you for stopping by and chatting with us for a while. And I guess we'll be seeing you soon. Yes. Thank you for having me. You know, I think 2022 is going to be a great year. And as we begin 2022, we have our new slate of city council members uh, with our returning members of Ms. Wanda Warren, Mr. Jay Flowers, and Mr. Todd Mobley. Yeah, we'd also like to welcome our new members, uh, Scott Chestain and Mr. Terry Scott, who's sort of returning, but, um, you know, after he's been been gone for a term. But we're excited to have both of them in, as well as our existing um, council members to come and get started. And it goes without saying, uh, we've got to give a big thank you for the years of service uh, by outgoing Mayor Greg Hobbs and Mayor Pro Tem David Hufsteller. Absolutely. You know, Ricky, there's going to be a whole lot more to look forward to in 2022 as well. Um, in addition to events, um, we've also got some large infrastructure projects that are going to begin. Um, we've got a parks assessment coming up, a master plan. Um, we've also got a stormwater master plan that's coming up in 2022. So it's going to be a busy year here at the city of Thomasville. It will. And, and you know, with a busy year comes a lot of opportunities for public input. And it'll be great, as always, for our citizens to be involved along every step of the way. And we look forward to providing them that information as the months go on for every opportunity that is there for them to get involved. Absolutely. You know, public input's kind of my thing. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. I always learn something at those meetings. Um, it's great to get to know our citizens and what's important to them. So those are always great opportunities for me as well. So. Well, Sherry, it's going to be a busy year. We've got a lot more podcasts ahead for us. And uh, this has been another great episode. And what do you think we wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up. So um, I hope you have a good rest of your month. And we'll be back next month. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Austin Reams, Sherry Kane, and Ricky Zambrano. The editor and sound technician is Austin Reams. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the city of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening. Well, Chris, we sure are... Now, see, I can't even get past the first sentence. Three, two, one. Sherry, speaking of a new year, that will also come with a whole slate of special events sponsored by the city. You said hostly. Madison, it's so great to have you on the podcast today. It's always fun when you come in. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. What? I thought okay. there was a question coming after that. I'm sorry. Right, let's try one more time. My goodness. <laughs> hmm.